Good day, Buffet! Uh, we don't think we were keeping you waiting, because this is actually a special episode that we're dropping in the middle of the week. But just as a reminder, How You Can Eat, if you're listening to it, it's a weekly comeback of K-pop commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of the show. Um, usually, on a Friday, we take you through a brand new release and let you know what we think about it, but we're going to do kind of a special episode, a nice quick bite, another quick bite, as Alan Mark would say. Just like a normal special is, it's limited time offer, and so our time in this podcast is going to be very limited, but hopefully we can still give you enough of a show to uh, warrant a listen. Um, but before we do that, I got to introduce you to the other leaders of the group. Finding out in his DNA that he's not into much fake a love, <laughs> when asked how making a K-pop podcast is going, he said, "Dis-ease." <laughs> it's Alamark. Wow, you really did just write that right before we started. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I did. I didn't have time to really bolster that uh paragraph but i i hope i did you a little bit of justice yeah well you're i mean you're all right this is this nope <laughs> it's not gonna work but thank you chuck <laughs> come on dis easy and rounding out the big three is the one that hails from nyc hey everyone he just got a new job <laughs> That's that's right. So he's about to get that money, money, money. <laughs> Slow clap for me, everyone. Slow clap. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to come up with that paragraph for Steven. It's Steven. Hello. Yeah, I got a new job. I don't think I am represented in the dope video, though. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> this is just yeah. someone in a t-shirt sitting down <laughs> but it does yes i love it i love it um well that's that's the three of us we uh we are gathering on a special day to record a recent release as recent as five days ago um on friday a new episode episode what did i say episode a new album came out by one of the biggest k-pop groups in the world you already probably know who they are and but just in case we definitely have a little bit of uh knowledge to drop um because what is a how you can eat episode without alan mark's encyclopedic knowledge so alan mark just for the last person who decided to come out finally from their cave for that person who has no idea what BTS stands for, give a little knowledge about this group. All right. So hello, everyone. I am back. Uh, yes, we were talking about BTS, who is a seven-member boy group formed by Big Hit Entertainment. Uh, BTS stands for, apologize for my pronunciation, <laughs> Bangtan Sonyeondan, which translates approximately to Bulletproof Boy Scouts. Though, uh, with a recent rebrand, they also explained the name as meaning beyond the scene. So, um, that's, I guess, the way to bridge the languages. So, they're BTS. 
Uh, they debuted in 2013 with the song No More Dream. And uh, over time, uh, they rose in popularity, uh, especially turning in 2015 after their first show win with the single I Need You. And since then, it's just been an astronomical rise. Um, so yeah, if you, you know, follow music at all, I would say you probably heard of BTS at some point. Um, if you definitely follow K-pop, you'll definitely know BTS. Uh, so yeah, um, that's all I have. Very quick. So how old were they in 2013? Like that was seven years ago. So Jin, Jin's a 92 liner. Um, so. It's like twenty one. Oh. Oh, I thought they like yeah, for some reason I thought they started much. Or yeah, yeah. Jung Cook's a ninety seven liner. So okay. um so he was okay. sixteen. So ninety so yeah. oh yeah. Wow. Sixteen to twenty. He's the youngest. Yeah. Wow. So how old are you now if you're you're tw- you're almost in your thirties and you're still BTSing? Good for you. Still, build, still BTS. Yeah. <laughs> still scouting. Still bulletproof. <laughs> well, man scouting. Uh, I like it. <laughs> oh, adult man. <laughs> uh, well, like like uh, we were saying, their recent album just came out last Friday. The what day was that? The twentieth? No. Twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah, the twentieth. And it's entitled B. And there are eight songs, and we're not going to go through each of them, but we're definitely going to let you know what we think about the whole album and let you know some of our favorites. And we're definitely going to play the game, What Song is Chuck's Favorite? <laughs> it's a classic song. There's a lot of, not a lot, but there's, there's several songs to pick from, so I'm curious to know what Alan Mark and Steven have in store. So I know Dynamite came out, a long, long, long time ago, and it's made the circuit. It's gone through even American talk show performances. Enough for them to get nominated for a Grammy. That's right. Just today. Oh, today. This is their first Grammy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, the Billboard Music Awards is going to feel so sad now. <laughs> they were holding on to that, that uh, the crown, but now... If they if BTS wins a Grammy, nobody's gonna remember the the what was their their Billboard award the <sighs> the fans the oh. the the, fa- the critics choice award no I don't know the I people's know. choice I don't know something like that most <laughs> in best social media presence group or something like I that. remember they I remember they won something like that that was the it, first yeah, one they got like 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 their awards oh yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> Yeah, most social influence, something like that. And they just kept winning more and more Billboard Awards. And then now they're finally nominated for a Grammy. But what is the Grammy they're nominated for? It's best, like... Best soundtrack? Group. pop. Like, <laughs> Be- yeah. Best comedy album? <laughs> I think it's like... Best group audio. performance? Yeah, pop. I think duo, duo slash group. group. Yeah, performance. Yeah. Okay. For uh, is it for dynamite or yeah? For... Yeah, nice. There's awesome. little, you, there's I... a little video of them reacting to it on on the they tweeted, which is <laughs> and which is fun. V is just like yeah, he's just he's not doing anything. He's just like yeah. Oh. 
I love it. I love it. Um, well, we wish them all the luck in winning that award because we all have our opinions to the Grammys, but it's always fun to win, you know, an award, be acknowledged for all the hard work you do. Because if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, BTS is just like 17. Uh, they they do a lot of self-producing, self-writing also. I, I'm sure they probably collaborate with all sorts of producers and um, lyricists, but I think they're also one of the groups that has a lot of control over like creatively what they they're able to to put out it feels like a lot of these because now big hit is obviously a big hit um but i i assume with these smaller creative groups they don't really have the the manpower to just kind of throw all these producers into these uh idols so you kind of do have to rely on yourself to create the the content that you want to put out in the world. So um, would you guys say part of that, like part of your, part of the reason why BTS is able to come keep coming out with songs, hits and everything is because they're, um, they, they don't, they don't belong to the big three. They're they're part of this this new wave of uh, entertainment groups that are kind of redefining what K-pop can become. I know I didn't really prep this for you guys, but I just I was just curious because I just started thinking about it because we keep like uh, Blockberry and uh, I guess Pledis is was independent, but now it's a subsidiary of Big Hit. Big Hit or is it SM? It's Big Hit. Big Hit, yeah. So I mean, obviously Big Hit has a lot of other groups but um yeah what 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 would you say could you if you could succinctly talk about it why do you think it was bts that kept climbing the international uh fandom and to the point where they're now i think i mean there have been a lot of K-pop groups that have come through the U.S. and have had some traction, at least with the Billboard charts or popularity, but just seems like it's on a meteoric rise. They've been on a meteoric rise for like the past five years, and it just doesn't seem to be stopping Like their their popularity. It, it's caused us to to do a uh, an emergency pod, almost, so to speak. To uh, just make sure we talk about this album before we get swept up with all the other releases. Yeah, and get um, get at the right SEO, <laughs> the timing of the SEO. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to get that those clicks or listens. But, but, but we like we like them too. Yeah, we, we do like them. We definitely like them. Um, yeah, I. We, I just wanted to say that piece. Like you guys don't really have to go into detail about that, but it's just I would love to explore that yeah. once we do like a more proper BTS episode. Mm-hmm. Um just because it seems like you can't get away from BTS. There's always something about BTS, especially now. Um I mean I I wouldn't go as far as to say that they're the reason why K pop is so popular. Um, but I will say that they're 
um, helping pioneer a new group of fans for the like the international stage. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting thinking. Uh, I mean, I could go more in depth than uh, when we have a fuller episode at some point, but. Uh, yeah, I like watching them since their rise really started to happen around 2016 or so. Um, I'd say 2015, they were, that's when they shot up to be one of the more popular groups in Korea. And then in 2016, you got to see a little bit of hints of like, oh, this is, this feels different. They're getting a lot more international traction. Um, so yeah, I don't. I mean, their DNA was the first time they actually like got to perform on an American stage, which helped really catapult them. Um, but I think it was because of like the tracks leading up to that that um, those really stood out. As um, I mean, there's some of my favorite BTS songs like "Blood, Sweat, Tears," "Spring Day," and "Not Today." I think that lead up leading up to um, their eventual um, like rise with that. Um, love yourself uh era um i don't know it's i think it's hard to quantify but um it's definitely a style of k-pop uh that's still very k-pop but i think more international audiences were able to really listen to and connect with a bit more yeah and i think it's kind of for me it's kind of hard to pinpoint what it was that like what about what it is about them that led to their very like quick or their the huge rise in popularity but whenever i my image of them is like that they just display this sense of artistry that you don't see it's pretty like unique in in k-pop at least so i think within k-pop they allowed them to uh like grab a wide fan base and then a wide like international one too that let them kind of that their fans just kind of maybe tell other people but like i think that that sense of artistry that they put in their the entire package of who they are and their music and videos really did help them to stand out yeah because i i was i was taking a trip down memory lane and it was going through their transformation to the to the album that they have right now, just to see kind of their concepts over the years. And at the beginning, it it felt, you know, what I was accustomed to around the time, uh, the style of K-pop during like the early tens, mid tens. And I think as we keep breaching the fourth generation, you you start to lose i mean there's some tracks in this album that are very uh very reminiscent of um of k-pop like i i don't want to say old school but like k-pop from like 5 years ago um which was like a, a nice reminder to me cuz like we had been listening to a lot of songs that felt very modern but with just korean language and sometimes we would get we would get that song that that reminds you like oh yeah this is a k-pop group but i don't think in this album i did i i felt i felt like they were transcending or continuing their their evolution away from what 
the typical idea of a K-pop group is, and I, I guess that's what they've, that's always been their mission, and it's just, yeah, I, I would love to do a deeper dive in this because it's super fascinating. Because I, I, just to see that, like, when you talk about the evolution of K-pop, it's, it's not just through different generations. Like, you can really tell the, uh, the adaptation. Korea, uh, K-pop groups take because I think initially K-pop was created as a way to adapt American music, if I'm remembering that correctly, like American styles, um, to try to break Korea from their normal, um, or at the time, their more uh, vintage sound, so to speak. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'd be curious to to do a deeper dive in that, but that's enough. Uh, philosophical K-pop talk. Sorry to spring that up on you guys. I know we were just doing a special, but this is what you get with a special. <laughs> you get special topics. Um, but let's talk about music. Let's talk about this album, B. B E. There's no there's no punctuation this time for me to point out. <laughs> it's just B. <laughs> um, eight tracks, like I said. We already know Dynamite because that came out like a million K-pop months ago. But we do have seven other tracks i i'll pitch it to you guys what what are some standouts for you like what are some songs that you are surprised by or songs that you're like oh wow i haven't heard that's that version of bts in a while um yeah, yeah. i mean i think maybe we could start just from the first track because this was one of my favorites uh life goes on i I really loved it. I thought it was, I like just a really pleasant, like really nice song to listen to, to the full sound, and I, I just a really great way to start an album. Yeah, I feel it kind of sounded like <laughs> when I heard it at first, it reminded me of like a Justin Bieber song that I had listened to recently, and then when when uh, I don't know who started, um, who started singing, but then it even the 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 sound the the warmth of the the vocals I was just like oh yeah I feel like Justin Bieber can be featured in this track just with the 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 falsettos and everything firing up but yeah you're right and it has your favorite an acoustic guitar <laughs> <laughs> oh that's why oh man they got we're, you we're, we're we're finding out piece by piece all it is. If if I like retro funky, <laughs> you like acoustic guitars and drums. And drums. <laughs> You're right. I I did. I really li- like the song. I, I I I nothing really stands out to me except um the fact that I loved listening to it from uh beginning to end and it was just very melodic and peaceful and just warm and um comforting yeah yeah Yeah. it's yeah it's really it's really good it feels super i mean you mentioned this saying it kind of sounds like a justin bieber song too it does sound kind of like top 40 ish as well um with its style at least especially currently sort of i got a little bit like ed sheeran ish vibes from the music a little Mm -hmm. bit too like it seems like a pop song it seems like a pop song that uh you could write um yeah uh, 
have you watched much of the the music video a lot or I did I watch do it, have yeah. a, I do have one comment about that. Uh, it's for one, it's super weird seeing like pandemic era music videos where it actually addresses the pandemic. That's yeah. very <clears throat> interesting, especially since we're still living in it. But um, also, I know Big Hit announced that they were able to postpone Jin's uh, enlistment another year until next uh... year. But this music video, like, kind of felt like. A weird, like, kind of send off, oh. or maybe not so much a farewell, but it was very like the storyline was very Jin centric with them mm. like hugging him around the couch, like the close ups of him. It's his perspective in the uh, van uh, when they cut oh, to the are you stage. Saying he might be retiring, not retiring, <laughs> but then like, oh, he might be gone for 18 mm. months. But um, they also, I mean, maybe it's just because he's the oldest and it's the pandemic. I don't know. But it, it, I got that vibe heavy when I was watching that music video. Uh, well, I didn't really even pick up on that. Um, but I, in general, I, I felt that there were parts of the video that were like genuinely moving. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. when, they were, when they were watching on the couch, they were just like watching the clips of themselves hanging out. Even though those activities are pretty like safe to do if you go out with your household outside. Mm-hmm. That's, but like being fun around... Like having fun with your friends is and like they're watching it and then they got like I don't know they they had this expression of just like they missed those moments and it was just it was very like real and relatable I felt it's uh it's fun to do this album right after we did semicolon just because semicolon was all about um encouragement and uh, cheering and support. Um, and then this one is more poignant, more reflective. Uh, I mean, it starts off very much just because, like we, like I said, we we were so used to dynamite. Uh, I'm I'm so used to where the B side is the chiller, calmer um, mm-hmm. side uh, with all the albums we've been listening to. But I really think this time around they decided to go chill first and and soulful. Uh, with their album and yeah it was really interesting to to listen to that it was a nice it is definitely especially a nice contrast to all their singles they've had in the past couple years too because everything um was in the past has been super either fun uh upbeat or super like aggressive in a way because there was like dynamite on uh idol fake love like Mm -hmm. all that stuff is like yeah this is the first like super chill single they've had in a while which is really nice to see like more chill emotional um like uh like genuine not that they're not genuine but um like (laughs) earnest like there's a real earnestness yeah Yeah. it gives more of a opportunity to just let the vocals do the uh uh expressing as far like musically and everything um and I, I think the, with the next two tracks, it kind of continues this trend. Fly, I keep saying fly me to the moon. <laughs> fly to my room. <laughs> fly to my room. Um, that for sure has a very like soul-inspired uh, type uh, beat going in the back. Um, I don't know what, who I can mention. I, this is how I like to relate to K-pop songs, if I can think of artists. But like... Um, I'm having a tough time right now just trying to think of awesome neo-soul artists. Um, 
let's just say Erica Badu. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. uh, but not not specifically her, but just I I got a very I to continue that comment of Ernest, I I I continue to get that sort of vibe would fly to my room fly to my room fly to my room <laughs> um but it's very again it's it's if if um if if life goes on was justin bieber-esque there were some moments in fly to my room that had very like um i i would i would say maybe not i don't want to say 100 percent ariana grande but um a lot of the uh, her, I, I don't, I don't know. You can distinctly tell what an Ariana Grande song is, but I can't tell you exactly the style. Maybe it's like her, her way of cramming a bunch of words, or like her cadence with mm. uh, her sound. But I, I very much had that vibe again with "Fly to My Room." Um, you guys talk. <laughs> I keep talking yeah. about nonsense. <laughs> Uh yeah I I like the song but I think I was focusing mostly on the like the instrumental on this I just really like the when the, when the drums kicked in and like mm. how it was just I don't know it was like just on the beat but it, it was just really nice right. yeah it's, the 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 <clears throat> north synth yeah uh, yeah on the beat just light very light very just quarter quick. notes yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah this song actually didn't do that much for me. Which was interesting because, uh, I mean, this has this one's actually a, a sub song. So it's Suga, right. J Hope, Jimin, and V, <clears throat> and Jimin and V are like two of my favorites in the group. Uh, like it makes sense that they would do a more soulful song because those two are probably like generally when they do solo stuff, it's very soulful. But I don't know. It didn't, it's also a very early listen still. Uh, but it didn't do that much for me. It kind of. Uh, it felt repetitive and kind of drolling in a way. Um, like you <laughs> mentioned that note, that's just every quarter note. It was just there every time. And I was like, okay, it's just like the same. It felt the same level throughout this, the whole thing. But I did take a look at the lyrics and it is a song about like, being stuck in one to escape back to a place of comfort, like your room. <laughs> so, I mean, it, I guess in that sense, it does a good job of um, displaying that emotion. And that's something that BTS is generally really good at. So, um, yeah. And also they have, this is a consistent thing with like, uh, like half the songs of the album is that vocal effect. That's kind of, uh, um, that's a little bit, uh, auto tuny that makes it almost yeah. sound like they're singing through a vocoder that, um, sometimes I feel like they do it, use it too much. Uh, and I know this is one of the songs that they had it, but, but uh, I did like the, the grooves and the verses is the part that probably stuck out to me that I really liked. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on Blue and Gray that you want to talk about? That one is actually my favorite on the album. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. I, um, because I think it's sort of the opposite of my feelings for Fly to My Room because it's, the vocals are super clear. So, um, yeah, I felt like there, the earnestness really came out with the vocals. And I think they generally have a really good vocal line. Uh, especially um, Jungkook's just a really good singer, and V's voice is one of my favorite voices. So, um, yeah, that's why I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I like that it was more vocal-driven, because when the song started, I was scared it was just going to be either a boring ballad or sort of another light bulb. 
and remember mm, my notes yeah. about light bulb, but um, I like it was a lot more driven by the vocals, by the melody, and that the the raps were more like features and super um, chill. Um, yeah, there's a the rap. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. No. Um, yeah, but and also like V's voice was just incredible on this song. He's really good when it mm-hmm. comes to the more soulful stuff, yeah. where he could play with both his lower tone register and his like falsetto which is really pretty as well. So um, yeah, that's why this one was my favorite. I like the, uh, just a quick note for me, I really like the rap breakdown too. Because it, it, again, the, this is the song that I was thinking of. Uh, there's another song. I think it's Stay. Might be Stay. Um, but it reminded me of what I'm used to when it comes to K-pop. It, like the rap breakdown like was, I, I was imagining like, Rain. I don't know why I keep thinking of rain every time I think of these like sad songs. Rain, as in not B rain. Epic rain. Oh, we have we have to clarify. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 not that. Yeah, not that rain. No, just like normal rain. Okay. Um, normal epic rain. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, it 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 was a very like because I'm used to. Like nowadays with BTS, whenever they do a rap breakdown, it just doesn't really. It just feels forced, and like they had to come up with an English rap verse. But this one very much felt like. Uh, uh, I don't. I can't think of another song to relate this to. But for me, the yeah. uh, the rap on this on this song, it actually reminded me of some Epic High songs. Ooh, like there you especially go. back yeah, yeah. when they had an album called Map the Soul. Um, oh, they also oh, had. I think, wow. I, yeah, so that's like, but like with the piano and like, right? I don't know if you remember that song, Umbrella or Usan, I think, with Yuna. It's yeah, yeah, an yeah. older track, but uh, yeah, that's what this song reminded me of a lot. Exactly. Yeah. And th- that <clears throat> there you go. That's that's a perfect example of the the intention. I think they were trying to go with at least for this, trying to take it back, not because. But if Dynamite's like funky seventies disco, like blue and gray is taking it back to the aughts, I guess, mm-hmm. when it comes to stylings. Um Steven, do you have any other thoughts on blue and gray? Uh I know that was it pretty much. Okay. Um now let's talk about our favorite song of the album. Skit. skit. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love love skit. <laughs> There was a. Fun, we'll just talk really quickly. Um, I I'm trying to remember at what point, but it just. Oh God! I, who? Okay, I my, can't remember. I don't have any notes written down, but my only note is whose laugh is that? Is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There it is. That, that's what I was trying to find. Is that? Is that? My guess is it's V. Yeah, what, comes what off was as the, the guy uh, that would have that kind of laugh? Right, right so. around like. 50 seconds there's these random like sensor beeps that happen i think like is is that what happened i don't know <laughs> or i don't, I don't know if you remember I that i haven't even I, I, I just kept i haven't even looked up the like if there's a translation for this i did at all yet. look for oh, a translation and they, they're like they're just kind of joking about i don't know like they were talking about billboard awards but i feel like they were just kind of tongue-in-cheek about it maybe I don't really know, but uh, I, f- I feel like now they have to write 
uh, Grammy nomination skit. Yeah, I feel so. this is something they actually do <laughs> decent about. They did one from the Mama Awards yeah. a few years, several years ago too. So I yeah. think this is just something that they do. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, um, that's my favorite. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mine too. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, I spoiled just it for you. Acapella. Kind of no music. Yeah, laughing beeps. Really I think that's really um. So we don't have a game. We don't have much to take a break on. Um, let's keep it rolling. Yeah. Um, let's take it to the B side right away. So what I like I said a couple minutes ago, I guess, uh, because we didn't take a break, uh, is the the A side was the soulful ballady type songs, but the B side they flipped it on us and just went straight party mode. Like the mm. the typical BTS that we were accustomed nowadays, um, and so uh, we'll talk. Uh, for me, I, I think we can talk about telepathy and disease, like back to back. I know there's they're different styles, but I think they both uh, emit the same type of vibe, at least for me. Um, with telepathy being more of like um, like that that typical. Uh, wavy retro '80s type sound, and then with disease being almost like, um, again, to th- going back to like epic high type beats, illigan type beats with like, yeah, even <clears throat> the record scratch lyrics that you, mm. you, uh, you, you, uh, you sing and everything. So let's start off with telepathy. Um, for me, I, it wasn't like, I, I, I enjoyed it, but again, it sounds like it, it was reminding me of Calvin Harris, like it, it reminded me of Bounce, or is that the name of the song? By Calvin Harris. And, no, I don't um, <laughs> No, it's not called Bounce. Slide? <laughs> slide, yeah. Yes, Slide, you're right. Sorry, I'm thinking of uh, Chance the Rapper. Sorry about that. Sorry, Chance, and sorry, Calvin. Um, but yeah, it's again a lot of these songs felt like I've heard heard them before in another single, so it wasn't it wasn't so surprising to me. But that's not to say that I didn't enjoy Telepathy. I very much did because of all the bounciness. Or sorry, not the bounce. Oh, I keep confusing the songs because of all the waviness to it and just. You know, reminding me of like you're on a surfboard or in a um, a boat in the middle of a lake or something like that. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought I felt like this was their closest to being like that, like you mentioned, like retro. But I just I saw the term neutro that people have been using <laughs> to describe cool. like kind of this current wave of K-pop that, oh, that it sounds cool. very modern and contemporary, but it's definite like obvious like retro influences so i feel like this is the closest to being a like a neutro track mm-hmm. um but, but in particular i like those like it was like kind of g-funk type or like oh yeah. the zap and roger thing yeah like yeah that, that type of stuff i just i like that inclusion and i thought the uh i like the auto-tune or whatever the vocal effect was on this i thought it was used well on this song Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree about that that synth that um like Zap and Roger you mentioned. I think that's where I really equate it with. Um but 
I think when I was listening to the song, this may have been the first time where I felt like I was getting a bit of retro fatigue from all oh, the K-pop no. releases. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So I think I think I'll appreciate this song more when I revisit it in like a few months from now. But right now, I think um, like I think Dynamite already is like a good enough retro on this album, um, and like we've already talked about how retro K-pop has been going in that like, that direction lately. So. Um, there are just other songs mm-hmm. I sort of prefer. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, <laughs> I wrote that if I wanted to listen to Chromeo, I'd just listen to Mayor Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but um, You mean, yeah. I think what you meant to say, if you want to listen to Chromeo, you just go to any concert. Because <laughs> like, they're probably going to be uh, uh, on the lower bill, like, yeah. uh, like offstage mm, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, they they every single concert I've or every single festival I've been to, Chromeo has been there. It's like without fail. <laughs> yeah. like, no matter what I choose, it's Chromeo, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, we get it. You have legs for on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. um, but I mean, since you want to talk about them um, in unison as well, as opposed to Disease, Disease I actually really liked. Um, oh, I, I love s- this. Yeah, I love Disease. Is great. <laughs> um, it's produced by Brass Tracks. Which is great. Oh, okay. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and then, but then I was like, when I knew that, I was listening to it, and I was like, "Where's the brass?" And then that whole outro section comes in. I'm like, "There it is. This is the greatest part of the song. It's so good." Um, but yeah, it's I mean, it's super fun loving. It's super upbeat. That's uh, I really like. Um, even though it's like a super fun song, even though it's about like dealing with mental health and overworking yourself and stuff. But um, yeah, I like it a lot. That's retro in a way that i really enjoy still um instead of reminding me of different decades it reminds the one thing that it reminded me of specifically was rip slime which was a japanese um rap group from like the late 90s to early 2000s that's what it reminded me of and that brought me back to a time that like i'm super familiar with and yeah it was really fun yeah i i placed this song as being like west coast underground hip-hop like or like mm-hmm. the backpacker type hip-hop i was thinking uh, of like yeah. like people under the stairs type um yes. because of like they had that the classic sounding breakbeat to start it off and then yeah. mm-hmm. um i don't know if it's a, actually a sample but it does sound like one that has been used in i don't know other songs but um i just i love the vibe of this song uh i thought sugar's verse was the highlight of the mm-hmm. album like his his delivery was so good um and then i overall i felt that like this as a song it's like the opposite of like fleetwood mac but if there's a song <laughs> to skate and drink cranberry juice too that i think this one could be the, the second best <clears throat> it's the opposite oh of fleetwood mac <laughs> But it, oh, yeah. oh my god! You, you better believe uh, we're gonna have to clip that. Put that <laughs> on <amazing>. social. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what a quote! Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> but that, that's probably the highest regard you can give to this song. The opposite. It's like, well, it's I like the yeah, Fleetwood like Mac. Yeah, I mean, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, it's not the spectrum of right. Fleetwood Mac is like really good and yeah, then yeah. bad. It's just Fleetwood Mac, really good, and then BTS, really good. It's just two <laughs> right, different right. sides of really yeah, you good. Can't, but they're mutually exclusive. Still, you can <laughs> drink the juice. You can choose. And, uh, yeah. Skate. But, but oh, okay, how about this? The Venn diagram of Fleetwood Mac and BTS <laughs> in the middle is cranberry juice. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <longboarding>. this, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> 
is uh, I forget that guy's name. Yeah, something four twenty. But now he something he always has yeah. to have a bottle. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's getting them for free now. I know. Shoot, he got a car from yeah. Uh, yeah. Ocean Spray. Yeah. So I mean, I'm pretty sure he's gonna. He's what, like, what does that look like? Do you have to have like? Do you just get? You probably just get shipments of Ocean Spray. Do you think he gets I'm the cranberries if, like, too? He, yeah, like, Man, he's he's never yeah. gonna get a UTI in his life. <laughs> he's gonna get all his, those anti. His whole dinner is just his whole Thanksgiving dinner is just <laughs> cranberry sauce. Uh, it's just different forms of cranberry. Um, but but yeah, I I I was alluding to that at the beginning of this episode is that I was taken back to different moments in the like decades and everything and i haven't heard this decade in a long time and it was like where would you place that uh alamark what the, when you really listening to that j-pop or j-pop that uh group from japan mm-hmm. was that like did you say late 2000s that what early saying? 2000s that's when i was early 2000s to yeah. so yeah yeah I didn't listen to them a lot, but that's sort of the vibe that I got. Um, there was like yeah, one like song where... called Funkastic that I absolutely love. Um, and it has that same sort of like clean electric guitar sound um, that's like funky um, that they rap to. And like that kind mm-hmm. of like that. It's a summery kind uh... of vibe to it that I really like. And just it's just super fun. Yeah. All right. To cap off our discussion of B, we don't have to talk about dynamite. You guys already know what dynamite sounds like, and you know everyone's opinion of it. Um, but we'll we'll end. I guess with we have to stay. say Grammy award nominated dynamite from oh, now yeah, on. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, let's, let's not talk about it. Well, we'll we'll t- we'll have many moments to talk about the Grammy nominated single or performance, pop performance, dynamite, but. I think it'll be okay to save that ta- table that for another time. So let's uh let's finish off with the last track of our discussion which is stay. I probably should have put this before disease um in my opinion just because yeah, EDM top 40 pop EDM sounding song. I don't think I had anything really to point out. Um yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You already, I already mentioned my thoughts about Twice's "Do What We Like." It's like it's a, it seems, it just sounds like a dated EDM-y kind of song, especially with that build up into the chorus, with the fist pumping chorus uh, since Exactly. Yeah, that's it's just not within my specific tastes, but I'm sure there are other people that really like it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same for me, but I, I was reading that this song was like for Army. So I guess, or like the lyrics, I kind of, mm-hmm. I guess this oh, okay. this was the song that was for the the fan base. But uh, yeah, EDM is not really my thing, so I just thought this was fine. Yeah, yeah, I <clears throat> I don't. It's it's interesting to to keep going through these albums and going through the thought process behind all of this because it always seems like the last song is always directed towards the fandom. Um. And again, now that you're reminding me that this was for Army, um, yeah, it's perfect. It's that anthemic style that we're used to nowadays, 
with these uh, K-pop releases where they're absolutely going to be amazing to listen to with a bunch of people yeah. chanting or calling, call and responding with uh, um, light sticks. Oh, good job. There you ones, go. Chuck. <laughs> Not light ones. There it is. Light sticks. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was, there was nothing really appalling with this album. I thought it was a pleasant listen, especially with the limited amount of time we had with it. And yeah. Do you guys have any final thoughts on B? Uh, no, I, I can, I have, yeah. Like I, I was reading also that like the, the members wanted to release this or be like they as something to give to fans like in during this pandemic you know and i appreciate that it it sound like with life goes on that it was very conscious of the time we're in mm-hmm. um and i think you're talking about how there's like an a side and b side to this where i i felt like the first half had that more like comforting and kind of introspective sound and then the second half after the skit that felt a little more like encouraging and empowering to me um so and i think that will just kind of lead us into the next year and which maybe will be better so i i liked where the intentions of this album um but then they're just just like the two songs were probably the standouts to me yeah that's that was great I don't. I don't have any notes after I that. Know, that was I, really I great. Have, <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great way to sum up this album. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I do appreciate, um, you know, momentary relief and uh, pause as what semicolon <laughs> was trying to uh, exemplify, but. Yeah, thinking about it in your light, Stephen, like that is a hundred percent an amazing way to release an album during the pandemic. Um, just because I I had no idea what this album was gonna be like because we've all we got were dynamite, like dynamite, dynamite, dynamite. And I was just thinking like, okay, it's gonna be another brightly colored album and everything. But I feel like they flipped it on us. They 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 usually are just nonstop bright colors, but I I do appreciate the fact that they were doing their own momentary pause, like a, a reflection almost, just because what else are you supposed to do in a pandemic? Um except like just think about life and think about what's important. And so Yeah. What why is it why do you think it's called B? Oh. oh okay <laughs> i did not read that part <laughs> yeah yeah i, I never i I'll never thought to right think now. about that why do you think it was called a uh, map of soul oh, <laughs> i don't know it? map of yeah there's a whole lot of concepts that they do but i know um but yeah actually one thing chuck when you're mentioning the the singles i do enjoy when bts sort of has two singles in the same era and they're sort of really contrasting like here, Dynamite mm-hmm. and Life Goes On are that where it's fun versus more introspective. Um, I think my favorite times are when they do that. Um, it's, it's contrasting like Spring Day versus Not Today mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or uh, Save Me. And I think Fire was what came out at the same time as that. Um, where it's just like, 
really contrasting moods, but they're both still really good and fit BTS because they are pretty diverse when it comes to um, their sound too. So, yeah. Uh, as for why it's called B, I can't find it. That's alright. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to go back and talk about this album, especially when we do a more official BTS episode. We dedicate more time to them. Um I wanna thank you guys for joining. Not not you listeners, not yet. I'll thank you guys later, but thank you, Alan Mark and Steven, for taking the time to speak on this special. I, I know we uh we keep, uh, or I keep throwing curveballs with you guys as far as uh, no recording, uh, when to record, what albums and everything. So really appreciate you guys taking the time and really appreciate you guys for taking a listen, especially with Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, we recorded the KDA and ESPA episode before this one. So you're going to be listening to this episode before that. Um, so. Hopefully you get some nice content to l- listen to while you're eating all the food at your own home, <laughs> separated from your families and friends, oh. and having the, those Zoom, <laughs> those uh, Zoom, those horrible, horrible Zoom Thanksgiving dinners. But in all honesty, we wish you guys a very safe and hopefully festive holidays coming up. Um, we- make sure to check. Oh, so oh, what's should up? we guess what your favorite song is? Oh, I forgot about that game. Wow. Okay. Sorry, guys. Just like we <laughs> normally do when there's many songs um, that Chuck likes, we like to play a game called "What is Chuck's favorite song from this album?" I can't wait to have the like the bumper, like the sound effects. I'm, I'm working on that right now. <laughs> um, I'm working on developing a, a soundboard for us so I can fire it off when I need to. Um, especially, um, <laughs> especially since everyone seems to use uh, Twice's. Um, twice. Oh my god, I'm forgetting. Yeah, Twice. Uh. But uh, what is the their? What is? Oh my god, why am I forgetting the song? Uh, oh, feel special. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> just anytime somebody <laughs> praises somebody, oh. I'll just fire that off. Anyway, so what is? Chuck's favorite song. You probably could have guessed which songs I liked, so you can do a little uh, elimination. But I'll let you guys. I'll give you guys like three seconds. You probably already know, but I'll give you guys three seconds to pick Chuck's favorite song. All right, one, two, three. Okay, why don't you guys just say it out loud what you think it is? All right. Uh, All right, okay, let's go with you, Alan. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's the pause. I, I feel like it, I, were we trying we're, to say at the same time? We no, 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 no. I feel like it'll be better if uh, we do it separately. Right. Now that I'm thinking about uh, it. Okay, Alan, Mark, you go first. My guess is disease. Okay, what about you, Stephen? My guess is also disease. <laughs> nice guys, you got it. Yeah. You got it. You it's got so my good. favorite. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. guys. I, I really I really appreciate you guys learning more and more about my taste. It's kind of, it's kind of a fun journey that we're taking. Uh, and so that way we can make more jokes about how Steven uh, is looking for the acoustic guitar. <laughs> Too many instruments. Of the <laughs> yeah. 
All all Steven needs is either vocals and acoustic guitar or so many instruments that you have to have a like laser focused <laughs> ear to listen to each layer and that that puzzle is Steven's favorite. Um You've been listening to How You Can Eat. This has been a special episode. We won't canonically count this as the next episode down the line, but we'll hopefully do more specials like this, especially since we have a lot more um, fun topics to cover, like the the Blackpink documentary on Netflix. Or also, did you guys know that Blackpink has merchandise at Target? You can buy Blackpink dolls. Oh, um, yeah. I knew about the dolls. I didn't didn't know know. that. That's amazing. I only found that out uh, when shopping for Nat's uh, uh, niece's birthday. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Make sure to check us out on all the socials at How You Can Eat. And make sure to also check out our other episodes. Uh, We have, I think, five now. We're going to get to those double digits, guys, I swear. It'll be a a landmark achievement just because I've never produced a podcast that's reached double digits. So once we reach reach 10, we're going to pop the champagne and celebrate. Um, But make sure to also leave us any ratings or reviews on your favorite podcast platforms. You can even email us, howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Let us leave us any... uh, notes any suggestions any questions we could answer whatever you guys want uh for alan mark steven and i though it has been our pleasure being your leaders so so long stay safe happy thanksgiving and we'll see you next week nope we'll see you on friday (laughs) wow wow wow